right now on VFN TV, how judgment was withheld from America. Pastor John Kilpatrick will be talking about a wealth transfer that's coming to the body of Christ, including sharing about how someone named Paula White, a minister that led Donald Trump, President Donald Trump to the Lord, and how justice is being served, and with that comes provision, and how the seed of evil is coming down, and the seed of the righteous is going to rise right now on VFN TV. Welcome to VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. That's L-I-G-H-T, light, with your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome to VFN TV. I'm Greg Lancaster, and joining me just a moment is John Ramos. Have you ever seen one of those movies or something in your life? It looks like, man, it, we just, it's almost going gonna, it's, it's gonna to end. I mean, something tragedy is going to happen. All of a sudden, we get rescued. Well, that's exactly what just happened to America. God rescued us at the last moment, at the last minute. And it makes me think about what was just released by Pastor John Kilpatrick, a church of his, of his presence, when he was talking about, you know, how God, I mean, we knew, you could tell, we were barely on the edge of, of, of serious things going on, but the Lord withheld that and he stayed that. And also he's going to talk about how uh, the Charisma Magazine reports how uh, unique President Donald Trump is and how it fits so systematically to the point we got to say, you know, God is definitely in this. As a matter of fact, let's go to Church of His Presence now. Pastor John Kilpatrick. As we go into this new year, next Friday will be the inauguration of Donald Trump. And I want to make this extremely clear too before I get started. My pastor raised me up to never get behind the pulpit and get political. Because once you do, you'll regret it. And so I don't want to be political at all. I've never even allowed politicians to come by my pulpit and give speeches and try to get people's votes. I've never had a voter registration table set up in my church. I've always tried to steer clear of politics. But this election has been so strange in so many ways. And there was so much at stake in this election that I think every one of us is breathing a sigh of relief that Donald Trump got elected. That doesn't mean that Donald Trump is perfect. But I do know that Paula White led him to the Lord in his office at Trump Tower years ago. She prayed with him, and when she left his office, and she's had a relationship with him, she called a preacher friend of mine, and he called me today from New Jersey and told me about it again. And uh, she said, God has his hand on that man, and she said, just be prepared. You'll be hearing from him in a major way. And that was back in the 90s. Um, there's a lot of things about this that's interesting. And I'm going to just read this to you real quickly. It's not part of my sermon. But uh, this is published by Charisma Magazine, which is interesting. And if you go to any major search engines and ask when Donald Trump was born... It will all say June the 14th, 1946. And then if you go to any of the major search engines and ask when Israel became a nation, you'll be told that it happened on May the 14th, 1948. If you take both of those dates and plug them into the handy calculator provided by timeanddate.com, you'll discover that Donald Trump was born exactly 700 days before Israel became a nation. Here are some other incredible numbers that link Trump to Israel from that same source. Israel was 77 days old, exactly 777 days after Donald Trump was born. Israel's 70th birthday will come exactly 700 days after Trump's 70th birthday. Donald Trump won the election on Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's seventh year, seventh month, and seventh day in office. On top of everything else, Donald Trump will be 70 years, seven months, seven days old on his first full day in the White House. Donald Trump will be inaugurated on January the 20th and will be president of part of that day, but his first full day in office will be January the 21st. As incredible as it may sound, this will happen during the year 5777 on the Hebrew calendar. In addition, it turns out there's some very strange coincidences concerning Mike Pence. He's 57 years old, will take office in the Hebrew year 5777. The last minute of Mike's 57th year will take place one minute before the 50th anniversary of Jerusalem, 
when they got Jerusalem back in 6767. Pence was born in Columbus. Trump Tower is located 0.7 miles from 57th Street in Columbus Circle. Trump's Vice President Pence, the 57-year-old from Columbus. There's so many things that's just more than coincidence. I think that you would agree, and I would have to agree, as much as I've had some doubts because of uncouth behavior and raw, crude talk, I think we'd all have to agree that he came out of nowhere and became president, and you'd have to say it's the Lord. So here's what I would say. I would say, I believe America, I believe the hand of judgment has been stayed from America. And I believe that uh, Donald Trump, and I'm going to the inauguration hopefully next week, I believe that Donald Trump has been raised up by the Lord, evidently, because the Bible says the Lord sets up kings and he pulls down kings. I have to believe that God set him up. And also, I believe because he's going to be such a friend with Israel. I believe God's raised him up to be a friend to Israel, and America is going to become a close friend and ally of Israel again after these last eight years. And he's also going to be instrumental in moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. That is literally going to blow the lid off of the channel of blessings for America. So Donald Trump and America is about to go through a major season of blessings. America is about to go through a major seasons of blessings. I, I encourage you to get that entire uh, message from Church of His Presence. You go to uh, churchofhispresence.org. We'll have it for you on our website at uh, vfntv.com. The whole message is powerful. But in this particular uh, message, he's talking about the blessing that's on us. And it literally comes through our bloodline by faith through Abraham. The blessing that's on Abraham is the blessing that's on believers, those who are Christians. And if you are not a Christian, you can have that. It's time to give your life to the Lord because I'm telling you, God has good plans in store for those that are His. But he talks about how this wealth transfer is coming and part of that, of course, is, is because we're blessing Israel, because instantly the first thing that our president did, President uh, Donald Trump, was to be able to make things right and get things. They said one phone call, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said, the Prime Minister of Israel, everything's good. As a matter of fact, they're friends. And uh, we're going to stand with Israel. We're friends of Israel. And those who are friends of Israel are friends of God. So he talks about this message, though, and you got to hear the whole message. The whole thing's awesome. And it will encourage you and build your faith up systematically. But he talks about, you know, and last year in 2016, the Lord gave uh, Pastor John Kilpatrick a word about the wind. And the, we saw the wind in 2016, the wind of God, blow all over America. It blew all over politics. It blew over business. And we're watching people. I mean, they would not have acted that way outside the wind of God. It was just blowing people every which way. And God came in, and this is what happened. Now we're standing with Israel. Our God is so kind, merciful, and powerful. But he talked about a wealth transfer that's going to be taking place, begin to take place in 2017. John Kilpatrick, Church, Church of His Presence. Let's go there now. So here's what I want to leave you with. Don't be surprised if sinners don't start giving you stuff and don't know why in the world they're giving you stuff. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Listen, you said, Brother Kilpatrick, I don't, know if this, I don't know if this can be true or not. Don't be surprised if money starts appearing in your bank account and you don't know how it got there. You can't trace it. You don't know who put it in there. And you might be sitting there saying, well, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, we wouldn't be pouring the first. Just shut your mouth right now. Don't even go there because you won't have it. I'm telling you, nothing is impossible. God is about, I said God is about to bring wealth to the people of God like you can't imagine. And I tell you what I really believe. You can say what you want to. You can fall fine with me. You can bash me. You can leave out of here and say, John Kilpatrick's crazy, but I'll tell you what I do believe. I believe God is about to put a man in the White House 
that's going to bless Israel and blessings are going to come so fast and there's going to be godly, God-fearing people in places on his cabinet, wealthy people, and they're going to open up the treasure chest in this nation. Money's going to flow. Things are going to be built. The treasury's going to be built up. The debt's going to be paid. The economy is going to roar. Come on, give God praise. Is that not exciting? You're looking at wealth transfer and the same word, the same prophetic man who gave the word in January 2016. We saw that come to pass. He's given this word. You've got to see this message, but he's, he's saying, listen, take my word for it. You saw me give that word. You saw what God told me. And he says, he says, you can say what you want to about me, but this is what God's doing. And we've seen it. We've seen people literally just financial blessings and provisions happening and the year just has gotten started. They're finding money unexpectedly. We're talking like a couple thousand bucks, $4,000, $10,000, all this money. God's fixing to shift the wealth. We're going to have to have the wealth to be able to have the harvest. It's going to take finances to be able to, to go on more television stations, to be able to open up places, to be able to feed the hungry, to be able to have Christian schools, because we're about to see a shift. We've been praying over the education mountain. We're about to see a shift. And I encourage you to pray for Betsy DeVos, who's uh, going before the nomination committee to be uh, heading, heading up uh, the Department of Education. She's a Christian woman. She's clear about her agenda. She believes the education belongs in the hands of the parents, and she wants to put the check in the parents' hands so they can send their kids to whatever school they want to send them to so their kids can get educated and have a great future. So excited. Remember, lift her up because that is one of the, one of the huge strongholds that started during the Jimmy Carter, President Jimmy Carter. There was no Department of Education prior to President Jimmy Carter, but when he got in office, he started this little small department called the Department of Education. Now we have this monstrosity that's keeping and holding our kids down. They're thinking about themselves and not educating our kids because our kids today, uh, some of the reports are that when they go to the workplace, corporations are talking to each other and realizing when they get there, they have to teach them what they actually supposed to have learned in their own homes and the schools. They don't know that. They're having to teach them those type of skills and re-educate the workforce when they get there. Well, 12 years of education, a college education should have done that. But we saw some things that have been going on the last eight years, so we're going to have to skip up and make for that. But I'm telling you, God is pouring out such a blessing. When we get back from this break, I'm going to tell you what the Lord told me. It was very, so powerful. Because, you, okay, judgment's going to come down and God's going to deal with evil. But what surprised me is the moment he deals with evil, the thief, when you deal with the thief, guess what comes with that? Everything he stole has to be returned. And seven times, the Lord showed me it raining gold in the courtroom when God brought judgment. Make sure you join us after the break. This is VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. Everybody yes. will love it. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. I mean, when you love the Word of God, I mean, it's exciting in your abiding time. By the way, beginning to abide now. Mm. learning how to abide with God is so important because he says, apart from abiding in me, Jesus said, you can't even do any of this. And we have a simple plan for you. It's at iabide.org. You know, most people want to abide. They want to they spend that time with God, but they they need a plan. We have a free plan for you. It's at, it's at iabide.org. You just fill out that little simple request thing. It comes right to in your email and it's a great step-by-step beautiful. how you can begin to abide with him. Listen, you want to begin to hang out with the king since his kingdom's manifesting, right. it's going gonna, gonna to be the greatest thing he's ever done in the face of the earth. It's about to happen. You want to know the king. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the Data Radio program. Every single day we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to VFNTV.com and click on the torch, our program that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day plus things that you need to know is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and, and in addition in SoundCloud as well. You can share things audibly with other, other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at VFNTV.com. In addition, think about this. It's we come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices and online. We're all over the world and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. 
you can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store, you can go to Google Play Store and or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFN TV. Of course, you go to VFNTV.com. We have our little uh, area there that you can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to VFNTV.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information, and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is prudent preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today, and how to think outside the box. And this is something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's, a, it's special areas, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine any time you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, to, to just say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom Business Partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to vfntv.com. Thank you so much, and thanks for watching. Welcome back to VFN TV with your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome back. It's so exciting to see, I mean, our God is so good. Yes. I mean, he's so good that I don't know if we're going to be able to ex explain a piece of it by the time we get to December of yeah, this year, because it's just, he's just, the things he's doing, and he's doing it for a reason. He, he's good. He's blessing his folks, mm -hmm. you know, but also there's a harvest coming. I mean, a huge harvest that, you know, reportedly Bob Jones, over a billion souls, young folks. Yes. Coming in. I think about... Uh, you know, Emma Hamilton, she's part of the VFM Dream Center, mm -hmm. and she's actually probably in the control room right now, but during our bridegroom fast. Intern. Intern, and she uh, uh, had a dream, Lord showed her a whole bunch of young people coming to God, you know, which kind of lines up with that word right there. What's going to take finances? I mean, if you ever bought hair product for this young generation? <laughs> Lord. <laughs> We're not going to bring Isaiah up right now, but you know, it takes a lot for that. It takes a lot for that. Well, the, what the Lord showed me, He showed me very specifically, it was um, in December. I don't have the date on my notes right here. It was December when He spoke to me. December 28th. December 28th. And I was in this courtroom, and He showed me how He's going to bring, and He showed this in a, in a night vision, in a dream, where He's showing me what He's going to do. And uh, as a matter of fact, let's just go. I shared it at the VFN Dream Center. Let's just go there now where you can see and see specifically what God showed me and realize this is, this is we've got to change our mindset, but God's, God's going, I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to set you free. I'm going to bless you. You know, like Pastor John Kilpatrick was saying, you can say what you want to do, but we're going to, this, you know, this is it. <laughs> and it's like, okay, we've got to change our mind and watch what God said is going to happen when the gavel of judgment is brought, is brought down. Let's go to the VFN Dream Center where I shared it. Show me some very specific things, but one thing he said was, everybody doesn't believe that he's gonna he's doing this, but he's gonna do it. So it's like, Lord, help me, help my unbelief, help me get over here into the belief factor, right? And so he takes me and he shows me the courtroom, and in this courtroom, everybody was going, it's not gonna happen. They've given up. The bad guys are gonna win. It's always gonna go the bad guys' way, and it's kind of went into it. The prosecutor is looking back at everybody. He said, he's saying, this is going to happen. It's going to work, right? And then he, the trial begins. There's no belief in the courtroom except for the prosecutor. And as he was beginning to talk, I want you to see this video right here. This is what started happening in the courtroom. It was so thick that you couldn't even see the other side of the courtroom. And the prosecutor turns around and he says, see, I told you. You know, one man says to Jesus, Jesus, I believe, but help my unbelief. We've got God. We won't just, this is what I'm praying during this time, this breakthrough. It's like, Lord, put us back in the belief area. <laughs> right? I believe, but help my unbelief. And so this is just pouring down. Gold flakes are pouring down in this courtroom. That's called breakthrough. That's called wealth transfer. Right? 
It's just heaven's just dust in their streets. Is that awesome? I mean, it, that's all, that didn't even do it just justice because when I saw it, I saw that you couldn't even see across the courtroom. You couldn't see across the courtroom. They were so wow. thick. Uh, and it wasn't gold dust. It wasn't gold nuggets. It was thicker than this. And you're, you're seeing the people. You're seeing the, you're seeing the judge. You're seeing all these things take place. But this, uh, the, when that prosecutor turned mm-hmm. around and looked at all of us, and it was like every, nobody, but you know, that's, that's where we were. It's like, yeah. how many times are we going we gonna to try to bring justice? And then the prosecutor turns around, looks right at us and says, see, I told you. And this is raining gold. Who ever thought that would have happened the moment the gavel comes down? But the word of God says this, when the thief is caught, he has to pay back seven times mm. what he stole. So there's so many of you that have been hurting financially. I mean, you may have lost your house or about to lose your house. You lost your job. There's over a million plus folks. Uh, I don't know how many unemployed? How many number, oh, numbers are? I don't know. Over a, a million unemployed folks that's been for quite some time, more people than ever have been having to live off the government because there's not mm-hmm. enough. I mean, just oppression companies were leaving thousands, like 16,000 uh, uh, companies, uh, manufacturing companies are le- have left. And our previous president wasn't even concerned at all. But guess what? God was concerned about it. And these things are coming back. I want to encourage you to get involved in life again. Realize, don't be like the people that God was showing us that we were, that we weren't saying like, okay, right, it's not going to happen. But the evil one, the thief, this is what a thief's called a thief is because they've been taking your stuff. They've been taking your jobs, been taking your family, been taking your spouse, been taking your home, been, been taking your country, been taking your constitution. God's going, when the thief is caught, it all comes back to you. But not only that, it comes back to you sevenfold. And, and Pastor Janelle John Kilpatrick's talking about a wealth transfer. I mean, literally a wealth transfer. And you think about it, you think about this, that, that the top 3%, you know, uh, of, 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 uh, of our population has almost like 85% of the wealth, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous. And you know what? But, you know, when you, when you heard Jesus in the wilderness and Satan was tempting, tempting him, he says, listen, these kingdoms have been given to me. If you bow down and worship me, I'll give them to you. Jesus didn't call him a liar. He didn't, he didn't correct him. Why? Because it was given to him in the fall of the garden. Uh, when Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. they fell, and then that's when he got the, the authority to be able to do the things he was doing here on earth. But Jesus took it back. But understand this, that little small 3%, those few folks, all you got to do is, is deal with, and, and obviously the adversaries holding those, 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 that 1%. Because that, those finances never trickle down into the kingdom of God. I mean, it goes yeah. to museums and other things. Right, right. But that's about to end. When you think about it, so all the, the darkness has to control is that 1%. But what happens, what's going to happen when you get blessed financially? What happens when you get $100,000? You're going to actually help that lady. You're going to, you're going to uh, send money to, to different ministries. You're going to be able to minister without a burden of finances. You're going to be able to, to just, the enemy knows what you're going to do with those finances. Mm-hmm. But guess what? God knows what you're going to do with them too. And that wealth transfer is about to take place. But we've got to have confidence in God's hand able to deliver us. And it doesn't mean there's not going to be an upheaval. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be turbulence. But understand, it's good turbulence. You know, for example, when I was in law enforcement, you know, you're going to a particular uh, disturbance that's taking place, and you know, people are fighting each other. And that's chaos. Well, when the police show up, it doesn't mean there's not going to be a little struggle going to happen. Mm-hmm. But at the end of that struggle, it's good because the bad guy is going to go to jail, or the bad girl's going to go to jail. Depends mm-hmm. on the case was. And, but it doesn't mean that it might not escalate a little bit higher, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, it's like that kind of thing. Yeah, escalation a little bit. <laughs> but, and, and don't be panicky over that escalation. Realize that we have a president now that's putting border, uh, focus on our borders. We've got a president that's putting focus on people that are in our country who mean harm to us at our previous program. If you missed it, you got to catch it, where Kamal Saleem was talking about in 2010. The Border Patrol informed him there was over 450,000 radical jihadist terrorists in America. So they're going to begin to do that. So you're going to see some things probably bubble up, but stay confident. And our law enforcement, I want to say specifically Mm -hmm. to the law enforcement officers how thankful we are for you that you kept your job, that you didn't walk off, you didn't leave it, you didn't say, who cares, you don't care about me. And literally officers were being assassinated in their cars. They were being killed on the streets in Texas. And in Louisiana and, and, and in New York, and it was just and all it, across the and country. And people were unaffected by that, and it, you know, barely. 
And it's like, we, dear God, have mercy. And so I really believe, you know, our new president stands with law enforcement. As a matter of fact, I think as we speak, you know, Senator Jeff Sessions is going through the process and I'm very excited about Senator yes. Sessions going in to be the uh, next uh, attorney general. Attorney general. Highest law enforcement official in the country, right? They're going to be very supportive of our law enforcement officers. And being a former law enforcement, there's it's, it's we put them in a terrible place to say, go out there and keep us safe, but we're going to tie your hands. Hmm. You know, go out there and, and, and protect us, but don't defend yourself. And it was just a terrible place to be in. And it just shows you, if we turn our back on God, it just gets worse yeah. and worse and worse. And I thank God that, that we're turning back to the Lord. But whoever thought? I mean, the moment the gavel came down in that courtroom and God took me in that vision, that night vision, that it was going to start raining gold. The unbelief was there, like, you know, that kind of thing. The prosecutor was convinced, Mm. you know, this is thing that's going to go on. The evil ones are there. Uh, The judge is there. And before he even barely gets the case going, I mean, it just barely, I mean, almost seemingly before it even started, the gavel came down and provision, gold started happening, like, and then he turns around, and this is what God's saying to America. He's going, see, I told you that I'm God. It's like Elijah on top of the mountain. And he's going, who is God? Mm. And he's like, is it your God, God, or is Elijah's God, God? And we serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And we just saw his hand move powerfully. And instead of fire coming down, we're seeing gold come down, provision right. come down. And we're going to see it in a big way. In a previous program, we talked about you know God's television network and what what he's how he's got, he's shown that he's going to, to John he's going to begin to provide uh, through the broadcast and finances that way. God showed me through uh, Bill uh, Yant, Yant that he, he realized this is the new future for uh, for television for media for news. This is the new way. You know we're on every platform you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Broadcast television. We're on cable. We're on uh, mobile. We're on podcasting. We're every way you could possibly imagine. You know, social media, every Any, every and every way you can anywhere think of. and everywhere, hundred countries. Yes. And so, uh, hey, country. And so, give a shout out there to the people in China today, Yulong and Hong Kong. Oh yeah, a friend of mine. And South Korea, right? Yeah, in South Korea. But just it's just exciting to see what's taking place. I'm very encouraged, and we're going to share something. We we get back from this break. It's so exciting that how God specifically said that the seat of evil is going to come down and the seed of the righteous is going to rise. And when he said it, it was the least likely thing you think would happen, but we're seeing that take place. But first, we have this offer for you. Offer 2022, God's mercy, God's invitation to a better life. Our God is so good, and he is quick to show us mercy in our lives. But sometimes we can't take it for granted and not realize just how awesome his mercy is what it prevents in our lives, and how if we don't realize this, we could end up in a place way worse than where His loving mercy rescued us from. This message will place you in the footsteps of someone standing and facing a life sentence before a jury and in front of the judge. I believe you will reconsider how you've been responding to God's mercy and how mercy is not a ticket to continue, but an invitation by God's love to continue no longer in what led us to the place of mercy. I believe this message will encourage you, inspire you, and remind you of the love of God and just how good life is now that you are on the receiving end of a merciful, loving God. Become a VFN TV partner at VFNTV.com. Partner now or by mail at VFN TV, 40 West Nine Mile Road, number 2, PMB 360, at Pensacola, Florida, 32534. Or call us at 844-408-3688. That's Offer 2022, God's Mercy, God's Invitation to a Better Life. This is VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. And you know, Pat, I abide. Do you abide? Oh, yeah. Steve, do you abide? Oh, yeah. I abide, you abide, Steve abides. We all abide together. We want to encourage you to abide along with us. I think Chris does too. And I think Chris does too. He's with, he's with, yeah, he's shaking. We got a there. smile. He doesn't have a smile. Oh, back there. he's jumping. He abides too. And I know Greg abides. Listen, join us in abiding. We talked about how you can get a free, simple plan. Go to iabide.org, select, get your free plan today. 
And when you begin to abide, we want to hear what the Lord is saying to you. Contact us. Of course, you can always follow us on Facebook and go to VFNTV.com to find different ways that you can connect with us and with the program. Mm. And we want to hear what God is saying. There's so many abiders right mm. now, and God's saying so many wonderful things. Children, children are hearing from God, and they're journaling what God is speaking to them in the word. And with that crayons. is beautiful. Crayons, pens, mm. bay, markers, you uh, name it. They're oh, just yeah. writing it down. And um, God's speaking to them, giving them dreams. And uh, it's like, wow, uh -huh. very good. <laughs> so the spirit knows no age. You know that? Spirit knows no age. No. And uh, when God wants to speak, he will definitely, definitely speak. It's something you really can't describe. I mean, you really can't. When you're there and you're going through it, I mean, you work so hard. This is Focus on the Family Minute, and three-time gold medalist Tamika Catchings-Smith describes the Olympic medal ceremony. And then when you get there and, like, you're standing, like, you, the final game is over, gold medal game is over, and you're standing on the podium, and you look to your right, you look to your left, and all your teammates, like, we're all, like, standing there waiting. Yeah. And then they start playing the national anthem, the flag coming down, and it's just like... You're, you're almost in your mind you hear the fireworks going off you know because it's like it's that moment and you're just like crying because not many people get an opportunity a to represent their country b to go and play yeah. and then to medal at all bronze silver or gold like not like a lot of people don't get that opportunity but to do it three times i mean it's just been a blessing more of tamika's captivating story at familyminute.org Welcome, welcome back. What an exciting opportunity to be here. You know, we carried for so long, we had yes. to, to do the other, and now God is bringing us into this new, awesome season. He has a story. Great season of hope, right? I mean, oh, this great my. expectation. Hope and change. Yes. Literally hope and change. And if you go to VFNTV.com and go to the VFN Torch, you'll see the menu come down, and you'll see prophecies. And so we'll have a dividing line, and you'll have before October 1st, 2016, and after uh, mm. October 1st, 2016, because God spoke to me October the 3rd that he was going to put President Trump in and things were going to change. And exactly what he said came to pass. And so we don't know how many words from that point the Lord's going to carry. There's quite a few of them, but we'll let you and God figure out that. <laughs> but this, this is exciting days. God heard, God answered. And there's one thing the Lord told me in 2015, he told me. And, and in this particular night vision, and I even talked about it in September of 2016. Mm -hmm. Let's go there. on the program. I talked about it, but I want to share more details. First, let's go there now. But you know what? It's been prophesied about this. The Lord spoke to me very specifically, and in a in a dream, it was a, it was a night vision. I'm sitting in this particular place, and it was unjust things that were going on. Um, the 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 laws were wrong. Uh, they wouldn't be improperly applied. And all of a sudden, the Lord spoke to me in the middle of that. And this is what the Lord said to me. He said, the seed of evil will come down, and the seed of the righteous will rise. It was plain as day. And that means there's a seed of evil right now like never before in the mm -hmm. earth. Like the Lord's saying it's going to come down. Wow. It's going to come down, and there's going to be a process. Obviously, it's not going to go down without a cry or without mm -hmm. a shout or without you know, taking everything it should sure. with it. But I want you to be confident of this. And so that was September. But actually, he told me that this is what he happened. The Lord took me in a night vision and, 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 and showed me. I was in the middle of a, uh, a law enforcement agency. Mm. I won't hmm. say, say which one it was. And I was being treated unjustly. It was injustice that was going on. And he showed me that he's going to begin to deal with injustice in law enforcement. Hmm. And so we're seeing you know, uh, terrible things happen in law enforcement that shouldn't be happening, but it's happening more than likely because of the injustice, the, the little smidgen point zero zero one percent that's there. But the Lord let me feel what it was like to be treated unjustly. And so when I'm there, I'm talking to people that know who I am, but they're actually saying, you know, they're not being unresponsive. And I'm not going to say who they were. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, Yes, you. Anyway, so, so then I pick my phone up and I said, "Well, hold on a minute." And I start. I pick my phone up in this in this vision, and I put the phone up to my ear like this, and God started speaking to me over the phone. 
in the midst of all that injustice has taken place in, in, in America and in law enforcement. This is before all these things. People are prophesying things after the fact, but this is what God told me before the fact. He said, this, this is what he told me on the phone. He said, this is all that was said. He said, the seat of evil is gonna come down and the seat of the righteous will rise. I'm like, hmm. Hey, there you go right there. <laughs> and so next thing you know, the Lord began to show me who who the next chief of police was going to be in the city that I was in as Chief David Alexander. He showed me that that that, that was going to take place, and he be, he became the chief became of chief. of Pensacola, the first African American chief of police. And as a matter of fact, you should see when he was speaking at uh, the Pensacola prayer, prayer for Pensacola. Yeah, well, the, yeah, where we came together, the entire city was so they all stood and just were so thankful for Chief Alexander. I think we have a little piece here when he's speaking about what's really taking place in society and how everybody said yes, because God showed me this is the man. This is mm -hmm. the man that the Lord wanted there. Take a look. So now you got racists blaming each other. You got police blaming the people, the people blaming the police. You got parents blaming children, children blaming parents. When are we gonna seek his face? When are we gonna turn? That's the very man that the Lord showed me that was gonna be, you know, that he wanted to be there. And it's not about us, it's about God bringing justice. Do you know God cares about people that are being treated unjustly in your community? He cares about, believe it or not, even though men look like they may not even care, God cares. He cares that, that it's you that get pull, gets pulled over all the time. It's, 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 it's only your neighborhood that gets patrolled or it's, it's, you know, people just not paying attention to you, but they paid attention to the rich guy, you know, or the rich lady and that type of thing. And so God is into justice. And that's why, that's why I cry out for mercy so much because I know yeah, I'm well. like, Lord, forgive me, help me. And so, um, but yeah, and so I saw that take place before it took place. And so it took place. And uh, it's so exciting to be able to have it. Look how welcoming you are. We're looking at, you know, former Congressman Jeff Miller, who was, you know, helping us come through the VFA uh, crisis VA. that was going on, the VA crisis that was going on. And you had uh, 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 Pastor uh, Ted Trailer of All the Baptist Church yes. and Joey, Pastor Joey Rogers of Pace Assembly of God. And that place was packed out with, yes, with the pastor. base center. And they were just saying, thank you for putting a man a godly chief like David Alexander mm -hmm. into the office. And I remember the mayor was there that day. The reason why I'm saying this is because that was the day I had to proclaim that word. And uh, I uh, was asked to go uh, to pray over uh, Chief Alexander when he was put into office. And I wish I had that, I probably don't have that. But uh, to pray over him and, uh, and, to, and God led me to pray over the city. But he showed me what was gonna happen prior to that. And that's when the mayor introduced him, and the mayor put him in, and, and as the uh, just a few months ago, yeah. as as the chief of police, and uh, the whole everybody in that place. Oh, I wish I had this. Hopefully, if we do have it, we'll go there now. Chief, could you come up here for a moment? <laughs> chief and I had the uh, privilege of working together as law enforcement and uh, with the father and son camping trips and in the community. And he asked me to come and pray for him and also pray for the city. Would you extend your hands this way? Because this is an event, this is an event, but he has a responsibility ahead of him that I really believe the Lord's showing me is pretty intense. And we just wanna pray that God would just bless him with the wisdom and the grace that he needs for that. Father God, we just thank you for our new chief, David Alexander. We thank you for the man of God he is and the the excellent uh, law enforcement and the community-minded, Father God, and he's just been here for us in so many ways. And Lord, we just want to say we're grateful for his labor, for his family's sacrifice. But Lord, we just bless him right now. Dear God, we call out to heaven, God, and ask for wisdom. Lord, we call out, Lord, so many people are being political. Lord, help us just to be right. Help us to be just. Help us to be fair. Open our eyes, God, that we can know how to treat each other fairly, Father God. Lord, help us not to lay this whole burden on the chief, but help us to walk with him, Lord God, as a community, Father God. Show us, Lord, how to be community again, Father God. Lord, we bless him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. We bless his staff. When we bless all the law enforcement officers that labor with him. We just pray for unity and agreement 
and just a, a new heart, Lord, over the department, Lord, and in a new way, God. And we thank you for everything that's happened to this point, but we just bless them from this point forward, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praying over the city, the Lord laid on my heart last night that difficult days are ahead for for America and possibly our community, and our law enforcement has taken the brunt of it. You know, and I was there for 10 years, and he's been there for 30 years, and we got to figure out how to stand together. And, uh, but the Lord showed me last night, I was praying about what to pray about, and he showed me in his dream where the law enforcement was having to take on large groups of people that were coming against authority, and they were having to defend us in that. And it, um, and it was pretty intense. And, um, but I believe if we cry out to God now before it happens, he can stop it and it won't happen. You know what I'm saying? You know? So I just want to pray for the city and for the Gulf Coast. Father God, Lord, you said that the seat of the righteous will rise and the seat of evil will come down. And we just declare those words over the Gulf Coast, God. And we pray, Lord, that we would dedicate the city to you. God, help us to walk justly before each other and before you. Forgive us, Lord, what we have sinned against you. Prevent the evil that, that would want to happen to our land and to our property and to our people. Help us to see everyone created in your image and your likeness, God. God, teach us how to be fair. God, in everything, Father God. And above all, Lord God, forgive, Lord, the church. Forgive us for not playing our role in the community and society, God. Help us, Lord, to do better at that, God. We pray, Lord, prevent all harm from this city. Bless our mayor, bless our city council, bless our commission, uh, bless, Lord, we pray, the Gulf Coast and our chief. We just ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody in the, uh, on uh, Sanders Beach in Pensacola, Florida, the place was packed out. It was a packed house. And uh, when I went to bless the chief and I asked everybody in the city, would you raise your hands? Everybody raised their hands. That's a few people. But the place was packed out. Yeah. And they laid their they raised their hands towards him. They were so grateful to be able to have him as the chief of Pensacola Police Department. And we blessed him. He's a mm. blessed man. Yeah, he is. But I had to give that word. And I'm telling you, I, I was like, I'm not, I didn't want to give that word, but I had to give the word. And the word was, and you could go back and we'll make it available to you. Maybe they just did, did make it available. But I, I, that's when I prophesied, the seat of evil's coming down and the seat of the righteous is going to rise. And I, I did it. <laughs> That's what the word was. And I delivered it. And it shockwaves hit immediately within 48 hours. I can't say what happened, but mm. something happened. And, uh, and maybe a little bit later something else happened. Yeah. And God immediately began to shift things. Um, as soon as that word was released, you have, to act, you have to activate the word. You have to speak those words out that God's given. You can't just think it. you got to speak it out. And it began to, and we're seeing now, like, I mean, abortion's coming down. Mm. I mean, you have people crying out in the streets the day after a pro-life president gets in office saying, we still want to kill our children. It's like, is that what you're really saying? And because reports are that uh, women who wanted to go and join that march, who are for women's rights and for women's health and all these different things, they were told they can't sponsor it. And they couldn't were treated, be a part of it. Couldn't be a part of it. And some, some reports are because they were uh, a pro-life. They, they, were, they were against abortion, but they're for women. Just being against killing your, a child in a womb is not being against women. It's being for that woman baby in that woman's womb. That's right. So it's not against that's women. Right. It's, for, it's for women. Half the babies, you figure, are women. And so you're, that's 25, what, 20, 50 million, right? So 50 million. So that'd be 25 women have been killed in the womb. 25 million. Yeah, 25. Over 50 million is taking place. And so they're marching in the streets. What days have we come to where people are marching in the streets and saying, you know, let us kill our children. We had a program on just in January. You may have saw it if you're watching our program. It's called Childless by Choice. Mm. And you're looking at, I mean, even Japan right now. Japan, they've already surpassed the number of not having children where they'll probably just fade out as a nation because right. you've got to have like two point something children per family to be able to, to sustain your, 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 your nation, nation, your, your um, uh, uh, you know, 
lineage or lineage or your you know heritage. go to Japan it's, it's, they're all Japanese in Japan yeah. and they don't blend their culture and so you're looking at uh, they just aren't having children anymore they're not having children anymore it was so refreshing that the very next day I believe they had the, the march uh, march for life oh yes, yes. and for We're the first time yeah. Yeah. very first time in our nation you know, after 45 years, uh, yes. 44 years rather, of having this march, the vice president actually spoke. and The vice president of the United States Mike after Pence. 45 years. In 2010, I believe they had over 300,000 people in that mm. march. We're going to be having that in a future program and showing that to you. But yeah, yeah, that's Mike amazing. Pence. That's, amazing. Been his, that's been his whole platform, you know. Yeah. From the day he began, you know, in, in seeking politics and mm -hmm. office and he didn't make it, was always was about... Uh, in, in you know, it's life. Yeah, life. and he says life is winning again. Life is all Life awesome. is winning. And the ACLJ just, re uh, Jay with Jay Sekulow just released a, a correspondence uh, letting uh, people know that they're gonna be raising support and information because they want to right now push, the, push to have Planned Parenthood defunded completely because American taxpayers at a tune of half a billion dollars is going to fund abortions through Planned Parenthood. And this is coming out right now. Yeah, in our previous program, we talked about how the Mexico City Act was def defunded or funded, whatever, wherever. President Obama's administration, they were paying, sending our money to kill children all around the world. It wasn't just abortion in America. You got, you got to say this. If your solution to peace is to kill me, I don't like that solution. Yeah. And it's like, it, if, it, if you're killing somebody else's baby, that solves your problem. And there were, and I think the reports are the Clinton Initiative was a big part of make, seeing that these non-governmental organizations were uh, funded by federal tax dollars to be able to, uh, to to kill the children in other nations. So it's not just our nation; it was around the world. Well, that stopped instantly with President Trump, and now we're looking at it come down. I think about David Delighton. Mm. Man, I just admire that young man. He's like in his twenties, like 20, yes. 28, 29. Amazing. We had we had you know his, his his stuff on our program, and he he just went in undercover and did the hard work into these abortion clinics, and allegedly recovered. We have we showed it on TV. We showed it on your VFN TV. Mm -hmm. We have it on the VFN Torch, or you can watch a previous on-demand program there, where uh, uh, they were literally taking and selling the baby body parts. They're selling them, and the Federal Express was giving. They were not, but they would get an ID number for that hand, that foot, that eye, that whatever, and they would fed, FedEx it. So when you were sleeping at night, babies, arms, legs, hearts, organs were flying over your house at night, being delivered to universities and different places. Yeah. That's what David delighted. What's yes. this, Center for Medical Progress? Yes, Center for Medical oh, Progress. Yeah. Not, not only that, but we were promoting and helping to, to shed the light on this new movie that they were putting out on Kermit Gosnell. Well, that movie has come out. Oh, I saw oh. it. And it sheds light on the horrific things that were happening in Philadelphia in that abortion clinic that totally went undetected because of all these this regulation. They never ever were were you know it was terrible or, what he was, was doing. just horrible in there. It, it, horrible. It, it, it is just it's, a woman died in there. Yeah. I mean, it was just completely horrible. This next story comes with a strong word of caution. The details are gruesome. You won't want young children to watch. I don't know where he went wrong. He's somebody who had an uncanny ability to almost enchant people. You have to be crazy in order to do these things to babies. This case is almost unprecedented. Last February, district attorneys, detectives, and other law enforcement agents served a search warrant on the medical office of Dr. Kermit Gosnell. I was not prepared to see what I saw in that clinic. Blood-stained walls, blood-stained beds. This place was a pest hole. You wouldn't take your dog or your cat there. We open up the cabinet and we see five jars of feet. This was different than any job we've ever handled. I'm just so, so shocked at all the things that they're saying about him. Kermit Gosnell remains a mystery. He was happy, he always had a joke friendly, very kind, giving. What happened to him that changed him from a legitimate doctor in West Philadelphia to the symbol of evil? Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from... Kermit Gosnell. I very strongly believe in my innocence, and there are many people 
who believe that. Over a period of two decades, government health and licensing officials were repeatedly confronted with evidence about Gosnell and repeatedly chose to do nothing. They didn't subpoena people. They didn't subpoena records. They didn't ask to go into Gosnell's clinic. They just let it fester and fester and fester, and people have died. There was no reason they should not have been in that clinic shutting it down. The story just doesn't make sense. People are coming to you for 40 years. How could you be this terrible person? I went to him because as a child, I was taught doctors were people that you could trust. You can't even trust them anymore. We've allowed a man to butcher babies, butcher women, and nobody did a damn thing about it. George Bernard Shaw said that practical man changes to live within his society. Impractical man has the priority of changing society to meet its own needs. Therefore, progress can only be accomplished by impractical man. Would you describe yourself as an impractical man? No question. <laughs> No question. Well, you know, Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, was a racist. Mm. And anybody to support what she stands for when you're they're killing off a lot of, 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 of people. Yeah. And if they're killing your people or your people say, I don't want you to do that. And we need to stop. And they're just somehow saying, and she was like, the choices that she was making was trying to rid, you know, uh, the, the world of us or a different particular race. And yeah. I mean, she was just a racist and she's the founder of it. That's what, that's Margaret Sanger. And she was given an award. As a matter of fact, Hillary Clinton was given that award, but that's done with. But, uh, but you know, you're looking at, you know, uh, just a tragedy. And it's one thing the Lord did say too through, you know, Pastor Chil Kilpatrick of Church of His Presence was that um, that God was going to deal, October, I believe, 2016, that Jezebel was coming down. Yes. Jezebel's coming down. We, you've heard it on our program. We, we played it over and over again because God showed it. You know, and if you ever heard the song from The Wizard of Oz uh, that the, they sing when the witch is dead, and they actually, we got those lyrics for you on the VFN Torch. You can listen to it, but it's also about Ding Dong, the witch is dead, they're singing. But when you read those lyrics, it's like, yes. man, somebody understood. And I understand, I think it's about communism and mm -hmm. about what was happening over in Germany and and that's when it was originally written in the book and it was kind of covertly talking about. But the lyrics apply. They <laughs> the lyrics apply. apply. And God told me what God, this is what the Lord, we would be, I would be in Texas right now, but God told me that the, that the, that Jezebel's coming down and told me to stay and thank God I did. It's so exciting. But uh, hopefully you get a chance to be able to see this Gosnell movie. We'll have more available for you, but first we got this break. the conversation light. Follow us online at vfntv.com. We'll be right back. His scoring skills are on a fast break of their own. Quick enough to earn Steph a reputation as the NBA's greatest shooter ever. But of all the shots that the billboard wonder treasures, it's the sure shot that anchors his soul. I've learned well from my parents. They set a very, very high standard of who you are and what you believe and how Jesus can work through you on a daily basis should be at the forefront and that should be able to navigate you through whatever you know, life situation you're in and to not be ashamed of that. His dad, Del Curry, played 16 NBA seasons. Growing up in a basketball family gave Steph a nurturing model shared among teammates. The brotherhood that is on this team runs deep and we know there are a lot of guys that are similar in faith. How does the Christianity, the brotherhood among brothers, play into that? You ask anybody in their walk of faith, it's all about finding accountability partners and finding people that can encourage you in your walk. Knowing nobody's perfect, we all have very similar you know, temptations, struggles through our entire walk of faith. So for us and on the court, you know, we all grind and compete on the floor, so why not grind and compete in our spiritual you know, walk together as well? The overlap for both player and person becomes intentional. 
We have a group chat. We call it the discipleship group where we share Bible verses every single day and kind of do a Bible study through text message. You know, every game day, we have 10, 11 guys you know, show up for, for the 30-minute Bible study and prayer service. Daily encouragement, that's the biggest thing. Welcome back to VFN TV with your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome, welcome out of VFN TV. Listen. Uh, it's exciting to see so many things happen so quick. We got to hold on. This is going to be a rapid ride, and yeah. it's not going to stop because so many wrong things have been done. But you're looking at rapid things are going to be getting back in place, and it's good things if you understand it's the good thing to do. But uh, Paula White, uh, Paula White Ministries, uh, sometime back, you know, as you heard earlier in the program, that Pastor John Kilpatrick's uh, uh, minister friend in New Jersey. You informed him that Paula White had led uh, Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, to the Lord in his mm. offices. She said, way back when this happened, but he called him to remind him just now in January that, uh, that this had happened. And uh, it's amazing to see what's taking place. And uh, what I thought was pretty neat was is that he had her come to the inauguration. Mm. And you remember the boardroom in Trump Towers when yes. they had the ministers are gathered around yes. him there? And listen, you have to understand how merciful and kind our God is. He's not, he's not as unmerciful as men are. If, if, if in fact, you take your, you, it, no matter how bad, no matter how bad things were going, if you stop and you repent and you tell God you're sorry for it and you, you ask God to forgive you, God forgives you, and He will He will beat you to the punch for forgiveness. He'll beat you to the punch for mercy, and you'll be way behind the ball. A ball, and they prayed, and we were like, "Wow, this is pretty interesting. What's going on?" It's prior to God, you know, speaking to me on October the third. But what do you know? It's exactly that's how significant that having Paula White at the inauguration, the presidential inauguration of the forty-fifth president of the United States, praying for her because she's the one reportedly that led President Donald Trump to know Jesus Christ as his Lord and his Savior. As a matter of fact, we won't close out the prayer today. We will let the answered prayer close out the prayer. This is Paula White at the presidential inauguration of the 45th president of the United States of America, President Donald Trump. We come to you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, with grateful hearts, thanking you for this great country that you have decreed to your people. We acknowledge we are a blessed nation with a rich history of faith and fortitude, with a future that is filled with promise and purpose. We recognize that every good and every perfect gift comes from you, and the United States of America is your gift, for which we proclaim our gratitude. As a nation, we now pray for our president, Donald John Trump, Vice President Michael Richard Pence and their families. We ask that you would bestow upon our president the wisdom necessary to lead this great nation, the grace to unify us, and the strength to stand for what is honorable and right in your sight. In Proverbs 21.1, you instruct us that our leader's heart is in your hands Gracious God, reveal unto our president the ability to know the will, your will, the confidence to lead us in justice and righteousness, and the compassion to yield to our better angels. While we know there are many challenges before us, in every generation you have provided the strength and power to become that blessed nation. Guide us in discernment, Lord and give us that strength to persevere and thrive. Now bind and heal our wounds and divisions and join our nation to your purpose. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. The psalmist declared, let your favor be upon this one nation under God. Let these United States of America be that beacon of hope to all people and nations under your dominion, a true hope for humankind. Glory to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We want to give a special thanks to all of our sponsors and partners. Visit VFNTV.com and visit our sponsors for all of their contact information, phone numbers, web addresses, emails, 
Call them today. I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and we're so glad that you joined us. Don't forget you can join us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Download our app and sign up for our newsletter, The Torch, at vfntv.com. I've enjoyed our time together. God bless. That's right. We have another way how you can stay connected with VFN. It's called The Torch Newsletter. Every week, The Torch Newsletter goes out. And in the newsletter, you're going to get the best of the best of VFN Radio for that week. You're also going to get all the VFN Radio highlights emailed directly into your inbox. So whether you want to listen on your phone, whether you get your emails on your tablet, or whether you get it on your home PC, you will have access to that week's VFN Radio highlights. Go to VFNTV.com and select Newsletter Sign Up. Or text VFN TV at 22828. Again, text VFN TV at 22828 and type in your email address. Sign up for the Torch newsletter now.